0: BLOB TALK RADIO
1: Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, wherever you happen to be. This is Max Ryan from the TheMagicOfLifeCoach.com. That's my website, and thank you so much for being here today. And if you haven't listened to the show before, I go over what I call magical tools, different things to help people along their path, along their road to spirit, and to come back to their spirit, and it can be a variety of things. And so sometimes I will talk about it and a specific topic, or sometimes I have a guest, like today, and I will talk about that in a second. Or sometimes I do um, what I call intuitive readings um, to help people. So welcome to the show. I'm so glad that you're here. Um, Just a little bit before we get into... My special guest for today. Um, you can go to the magicallifecoach.com, and you can learn a lot about what I do and how I work. and <clears throat> I do life coaching. And I do life coaching. I call it intuitive life Coaching, which is more on, on a spiritual level. And I help people connect back with their spirit and to sort of train their ego so they can live their life from their spirit, from their peace, and from their joy, which I find is is really what it's all about. It's really all about that. So that's how I life coach. If you're interested in that, then check that out. I also do intuitive readings. And I have a ebook on there. And you can also follow me on Facebook, which is The Magic of Life Coach Spirit School. And I have a fan page on there where I, I put up inspirational messages every day and all that stuff is on there so so check that out the other thing is i was going to tell you is that my website is going through a whole new revamp which i'm really excited about because i feel that um, my work as i've gone along and my experience with with my clients and my students and with myself has just gotten deeper and a little bit more um, detail oriented and i wanted to that to reflect in my website. So I'm having a new website with a new look and a lot more information to help all of you. And that's going to be coming up probably, I don't want exact date, but in the next three three weeks. So you'll see a whole new thing, new picture of me and everything. And um, that's that. And I have one more other website that if you are interested in angels, I do a lot of work in the, with the angelic realm for myself and for my clients. It's a valid and very 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 powerful spiritual path to work with the angelic realm. So my other website is called angelshearus.com, and you can you know go on there and check out how do angel readings and stuff like that. So check that out. So I think that's all of my Max Ryan world for today. And speaking of angels here at SARCOM, my guest today is a woman that I met through Facebook and we had been, you know, as we do on Facebook, we message each other here or there, we see each other's posts. And I felt drawn to her as soon as I I saw her posts and I felt very connected with her. And I'd been waiting for her him and to, him to to work with her and Today is the day, and, and her name is Annea. Oh, Holly, Aenea, are you there?
0: I'm here. Hi, Matt. Well,
1: <laughs> welcome to the show. Did I say it right? Holly
0: Nearly. holily. It's close enough. Hallily? Yes, it's good enough.
1: The accent is the wrong, on the wrong syllable. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's the Australian thing for you, isn't it? The, the vowels are all important. <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: Aenea is in Australia in beautiful Brisbane, Australia, and Aenea works with angels quite extensively. So welcome to the show. I'm so glad you're here. And Before we get into the topic of our show today, I'd like you to introduce yourself to our
0: listeners and what you do. Thank you, Max. Hello, everyone, and thank you so much for being here today to share this experience with me. Uh, as you know, my name is Anaya, and I do work with the angels, um, as Max does. My main mission in life is to help you, to help me, awaken to our own beauty. Because when we awaken to that, we are able to live our best life, and that's a glorious thing. So working with angels is just one part of it, but it is a major part mhm and um what about
1: your website
0: ah yes my website uh angel light a n g e l l i g h t there's two l's in there angel light triple seven dot com there's a great story about that uh website max can i quickly share it
1: sure sure
0: Excellent. I got a, a, a very strong guidance from the angels to build this website. And I actually asked them if they'd lost their angelic minds because I had no idea how to even get a, a dress thingy. But, you know, like it works with the angels. If you just take the guidance and take that one step, everything unfolds. And and it did and it's a glorious website.
1: Mm, it is. So I would encourage <clears throat> excuse me, everyone to go um, Anea's website is beautiful, Angel AngelLight777, right? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, it's beautiful and it's, there's so much information and and it's just a, a great place to go find some peace and some some inspiration. It's just beautiful, Anea. You've done a great job with it.
0: Thank you very much. I appreciate that. I feel I have done too.
1: You, yeah, you've done really well, and it's interesting that you say that about about your being guided to your website because my angels hear us was exactly the same thing. I was I was definitely channeled by the angels too, and that name exactly came angelshearus.com, and that's what you should do. And I I went and you know, if anyone has ever searched for a domain name they know you never get your first one. It just never really happens. It's always, you've got to change it and everything. And I went on com available immediately. So I definitely took that, that that was a sign from the angels to do what, what I do too. So I really relate to that. Absolutely. And it was the same for me. It was mm. right there for me, yeah. I love that. Now today, Ana um, and Anna, I talked about what's because... She has so many things she she does, and she's so passionate about what she does in helping people that we were like, hmm, how can we focus this in on something that's going to be really valuable to you, the listeners, and something that Aenea can can really speak from her heart about. And we came up with this this idea of let your best be enough for today. And I just love that, Aenea. Can you tell us more about what is it? mean to be to let yourself be the best um, be your best enough for today
0: well for me it means that you know some days i am just going on all cylinders and other days i'm not and on the days that i'm not it's easy to feel like oh i should be doing more i planned to do this and i didn't you know it, it's just a waste of a day or whatever and i've come to realize that i have to let my best today be good enough today, because in that way, everything that I do, I do with kindness and love for myself, and as everyone knows, if we are unable to feel kindness and love for ourselves, then it is very difficult to love our life, and really to love other people.
1: Yes, so yes so true that's so true and it's interesting because when we were when we came up with this idea the other night um and i wrote it down and i went to look at it today before we we um got on the show i i thought wow let your best be enough for today and my ego came in and it was like oh i have to try to be my best i have to try to be my best isn't that interesting Yeah,
0: and that's what happens. And I think that that is just so natural for us because we're human beings after all. And so when that happens to be able to say, oh, you know, I did have to be my best, but today um, doing, you know, a few small jobs instead of a great massive job, that might be my best, and that just has to be enough.
1: Yeah, so it's a a matter of um, what your
0: perspective of what your best is right? Yeah, that's true. Very, very true. And that elevates our, the, our perspective, I believe anyway, of ourselves. And when our, our perspective of ourselves is elevated, uh, we do come from a much deeper place of love for ourselves instead of always being in our head and having that mind chatter about what is and isn't acceptable for us.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, we. Were, I was talking, um, I had an angel, Nita, um, Angels a meetup called angels last night and we were talking about this idea of What brings you back to your baby mind meaning? What brings you back to beyond your mind chatter to who you really were in a way as a baby our true? Source of who we really are so it's a little bit like that, right?
0: Absolutely, and you know that's a such a beautiful way of putting it max because before we really did engage in all this mind chatter and, and expectations on ourselves, we were in that beautiful space of feeling our bodies, feeling ourselves uh, with love and actual acceptance. Mm.
1: Hmm. Yeah. Because when we're in that state, we live in the now.
0: That's yeah, <laughs> and you know that's such a an amazingly complex yet simple thing, isn't it?
1: Yeah, my gosh, so much has been written about all these techniques and all of these ways to live in the now. And on some level, it's like it is so actually relatively simple, but we have to do certain things to, on some level, trick our ego to living in the now. Do you agree?
0: I do agree, Max, because our ego is mind-centered, isn't it? It's um, always chattering away about uh, whatever we're doing not being good enough or big enough or strong enough or pretty enough or whatever. And and so I do agree with you.
1: Mm-mm. Yeah, and it's not, I don't know how you feel about this. is going off topic for just a second, but I'm interested in finding out what you feel about this. I I feel pretty strongly that that there's so much, you know, we talk about in spiritual circles and people that are, you know, on a pathway, they talk about the ego like it's the enemy. And for me, I believe that it's really, the ego, it has a place in our lives. But what's happened with most of us is that we let the ego run the show instead of the ego being sort of a, a trained dog next to us instead of having it be the first, the first voice that we hear all the time
0: look, I absolutely feel, know what you're saying. One of the very first messages, I'll come to that another time, but one of the very first messages I got from the angels was that fear is actually my friend. And I couldn't Mm. understand what they were talking about Mm. until I, I had some more conversations with them and I realized that was so right. When my fear comes up, my ego comes up, and says you're not going to do something well enough, for example, Um, that's my teacher. I can then go into me and say, where in my body am I holding that fear? And I can then go in and I can flood that place with love and acceptance Mm. and open my arms as if I would to a child and say, it's okay, you're okay.
1: Yeah, that radical acceptance of ourselves. And and it, it is about, you know, coming back to our topic it is like that is your best that is that is our best right
0: yeah absolutely and because once again when we say we're not doing enough uh fast enough well enough whatever it may be that comes right back to what you were just saying max it is back to that fear place that ego place and when we can love that and say this is this is what i can do today this is honestly what I can do, then that becomes enough for us. Other people may not agree, but that's for them to have their feelings about because, you know, obviously, we're not living anybody else's life, are we? And it brings more peace and acceptance the more we can, or it certainly has been in my case, the more I've been able to love myself, even when I'm feeling really cranky. Mm -hmm. That's has opened my world in huge ways.
1: Yes, because on some level, I mean, it is this radical self-acceptance of, that's really what we're talking about here, is this radical self-acceptance of of who you are right now the way you are. This kind of I love myself as I am right now is is this um, idea that as we do that, when we do that, some... Um, metaphysical, alchemical um, shift takes place and suddenly we do start to be in the now and we do start to live in the moment instead of being um, not good enough or not in the future or in the past. Do you agree?
0: Oh, gosh, yes. You know, I, uh, as a much, as a younger woman, I was so... Terribly dependent on other people's opinions of me. My two main addictions were people pleasing and rescuing behaviour. And I got to the point where I was hmm. so unable to make any kind of contact with myself. I was always so fearful about if I was doing enough, fast enough, good enough, big enough, that I became so ill and I actually had to stay in my bed for two years. Oh my gosh. Uh, it, it was, it was so I thought at the time so dreadful I had a young family. But, of course, now that I look back, and it it did show me the way through, I had to. I had no choice. I had to start focusing on myself instead of everyone else. And, you know, that was the way it happened for me because I simply couldn't, wouldn't, didn't, whatever, uh, look at what was really going on in my life.
1: Right, right. And I know that... And speaking of children and everything, we talked about how you, this idea of being your best is enough is actually then you, be, you become the real role model for your children and for other people because you're not trying to change them. You're only concerned with your own peace.
0: So true. And um, this can take so many forms. You know, being a role model, and I I think I think of it as being a mentor, um, a silent mentor. In some cases, as you say, it may be that you know the children at the supermarket that you actually have an impact on, simply by looking at them, seeing them, and sometimes smiling at them. And it's a huge, wonderful process, and it is alchemical. It does change us on yeah. that really fundamental cellular level.
1: Yes, because, uh, you know, as we were talking before, it's like we can talk and talk and talk, but until until you actually practice and do some things that really bring you to that place and have a fundamental shift, it doesn't mean anything.
0: Not a thing. You know, I I'm, raised... Um, two- Sorry,
1: I was going to say, I'm sure that when you were sick in bed on some level, like you could know this and you could read it and da 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 but until you went inside and found your self-acceptance and found your best inside of you and did whatever you did, it wasn't, it wasn't enough to change you, to shift your life, to get you out of that bed.
0: Well, you know, I was living in such a codependent relationship and, and I really, um, you know, Oprah talks about where are you on your list? well you know like so many people I wasn't on the list yeah. and <laughs> you know what that's like you yeah. do and do for so many others and and you know I think well you know my husband's not happy I've done something wrong if I'm better if I do this if I, and I got so lost in that yeah. and it became obvious once I had that time where I was unable to do very very much at all became so obvious to me that I was, something was wrong here. I didn't know what it was. I didn't know it was me, uh, my thinking process. I didn't know that it was leading me down the path that I was walking. But I had a lot of time to think because, you know, I was too weak to to hold a book a lot of that time. Mm. So that, what, that seemed to be a bad thing at the time. But in retrospect now, it was one of the greatest teachers of my life. Mm. Yeah, and yeah. It, so
1: it's so true so many the, so many of the times we we think that um, that we need to push away bad things, bad things that are happening, what we perceive as a bad thing we need to push them away, push them away, and try to find to find good, but it, it's very often like what you said, the fear is your teacher, whatever you we're going through i, I talk talked to to my students about you know the angels coming back from the angels, the angel work really you know it's all about bringing us to our highest good. And sometimes it's not the easiest road.
0: (laughs) That's very true. You know, sometimes transformation does seem to be chaotic and painful. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that I realize now is simply when I'm holding on to an outmoded, worn out, not working pattern of thinking, that's when that seems to be happening. When I'm able to practice self-acceptance, self-love to my best ability today, whether that's 1 out of 10 or 10 out of 10 or even 0. .5 out of 10, that's when I start to let that chaos go because the chaos is just my attachment to the drama of it. Yes,
1: yes, yes. So so for our listeners Aenea, what kinds of things can we start doing to have more self-acceptance?
0: Okay, I think there are some very um, seemingly simple things that we can do. One of them, even if you don't believe in angels, even if you think it's a crock, if you're willing to open to the possibility that there may be something to it, there are a couple of very profound Simple things you can do. The first thing I recommend if you don't believe in angels or you don't think they work with you or that they may have forgotten you is ask. Ask for proof that you will understand in a way that is meaningful to you that they are in your life. They know what's going on. They love and support you and let it go. You know, it's really not going to be valuable to you to ask for a red car to drive by at 7 a.m. It's far better to just, (laughs) it's far better to just say, make it meaningful to me. I want to know if it's coming from, you know, from you. That's one thing we can do. And while it seems simple, it is profound because when you get that, um, that proof, it can actually feel quite shocking and it it opens doors that may have been there all the time but you just didn't know. So ask for proof Mm
1: -hmm. that
0: you will understand. The second thing is, and it all revolves around asking, is ask. Ask for help. Ask the angelic realm to help you, guide you, assist you in ways that are clear to you. And opening up by asking opens your life, our lives, in so many other ways that we don't realize in the beginning. We become willing participants in solutions. In blessings mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah
1: i i agree with that too asking is a, is a big a big thing and and also you know i also believe strongly in, in self-acceptance is to to looking look at your life in a way that you might not have before i was just with a client this afternoon and um She was talking about she just turned thirty and she was talking about how she decided she was going to for the next year she was gonna carry she's gonna carry around a camera to document every year every day of her thirtieth year. Now what was interesting about that was that she decided Isn't that cool? I love that. But what she said was so interesting to me is that she She's about three months into it, and sometimes it's, she takes a picture of her laundry. Sometimes it's whatever. But she, when she's looked back at the couple of weeks, she's realized how blessed of a life she has.
0: Yeah. And yeah. it's
1: just this kind of idea of, of we don't ever take stock. We're always either looking forward or we're like, what's not good enough, but enough thing. And to really accept ourselves sometimes, It's really good to take stock and go, wow, look at what I have. Look at the life I'm living. And it could be taking pictures or it could be writing, you know, something that happened to you that you're joyful for every day, something like that. That also brings a lot of self-acceptance, don't you think?
0: Absolutely, because, as you say, it does bring us right back to ourselves. And, you know, we've got such amazing teachers and mentors available to us you know so easily, uh, Louise Hay, for example, I mean, look at her work with uh, looking at ourselves in the mirror yeah
1: and mirror work. Can
0: of, yeah can start us being very uncomfortable, but I recommend this as a practice, even if it 's for a moment, just look at look at yourself in the mirror and even if you don't say anything in the beginning, uh, I would set up a schedule if it, if you 're very resistant to it if but open and so let's say, for example, on the first seven days, you're going to look at yourself for a second, and then you're going to look at yourself for 30 seconds, and then a minute, and then you're going to say, boo. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> and, then say,
0: boo. and then you might say, you know, I-, I love you, or I'm not sure if I love you, but I want to. This is another practical, hands on method that works. It's been documented. So many times, over and over again.
1: Oh I yes, thought, it's yeah. it's really it's. I agree. I use that with with my clients. I use it with myself. I was just doing it yesterday, and I I go back and forth, and I'm like, oh yeah, I'll do some mirror work, and it is interesting, and it's it and it can be really challenging because you you know the windows are the eyes for uh, to your soul. So you know your fear does come up, but once you get past that, boy, you suddenly see some you experience yourself in a whole other way and this this kind of idea about whose life am I leading, living anyway, right?
0: Exactly. Because if we aren't living the life that we choose and if we are not loving the life that we're living, then for me, it tells me a couple of things. It tells me that I'm giving a lot of my power away for a start because it is my life and it is your life. And while we may have been brought up to believe that doing for everyone else is you know, a sign of a, of a good person, um, doing for ourselves first is an even bigger sign because when we do for us, we demonstrate, we um, lead the way for younger generations to do for themselves. And when we do for ourselves, it feels so great, we naturally want to do for others.
1: Right. You know? Yeah. Yeah, yes, and it gives it, it gives a real uh, meaning to, you know, the Gandhi quote that's been every uh, everywhere is be the change you want to see in the world.
0: Yeah, that's it.
1: hmm And the
0: and other if, thing is... Uh, sorry, sorry, Nick. No, you go ahead. <laughs> okay, thank you. Um, and it also, you know, shows me that, you know, if I'm not living, my, if I'm not loving my life, then how can I possibly be you know, living my purpose, that which I came here for, that which I chose for myself, that which brings wonder, peace, beauty, and grace to the world.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's so, yeah, that's so important. You can't, you can't even begin to be in touch with that until you start to accept where you are right now because coming back to the now, right now yeah. you're, you're, is where we find ourselves. Your spirit lives in the now, and your spirit is what holds all your gifts to the world. And so mm-hmm. unless we, we live in the now, to do that, we can't even start to feel what are gifts to the world? What do we have to, to give? What are we bringing to this life to, um, to make it, to? Uh, I would say, to, to help us to ascend to Godhead? or whatever you want to call
0: it. Yes, yes. You know, I grew up feeling that there was something fundamentally wrong with me. I grew up believing that I would never, ever be good enough, that I would never even be good. I grew up believing that um, if I wasn't doing something that made somebody else appear to be happy, then I had failed miserably. And these weren't... um, lessons that my parents set out to teach me. I mean, they've been taught the same thing. They're wonderful people teaching me the best that they knew how at the time. And I then passed a lot of that on to my own children. Um, One of the things I've learned is, you know, I used to beat myself with a whip, you know, an imaginary whip about all the wrong I'd done. And when I realized that that's what I was doing and that no one else was doing it to me, it was all really me, I then started to become aware that I had choice because when you grow up thinking that you're not good enough, then you think you don't have a choice because no matter how hard you try, you don't ever feel good enough. And, you know, so the, the, um, the understanding of choice was huge for me and I think it is for a lot of people. There's a brilliant movie, I don't know if you've seen it, Max, that's being made called uh, May I Be Frank don't no, now? Oh no. my gosh! Go to YouTube and look up "May I Be Frank." It's it's some young guys that got together with a, with a, an older bloke and um, taught him about um, affirmations mm. and helped him with affirmations. And it's his journey. It's so real. It's so raw. It's extraordinary. And it's everything we're talking about.
1: Oh, I love that. I love that. I will look that up. I will look that up. That sounds great. That sounds just like the kind of films. I mean, I love lots of films, but I love things that are really, and that are talking about the real stuff. I call this the real stuff.
0: <laughs> yeah, me too. So I encourage everyone to look that up on YouTube because I think it really can be life-changing to see what's happening in an ordinary person's life just by looking in the mirror and saying affirmations. Now, he has a coach in these young fellows. And mm-hmm. um, they decided to help him. And we can all find a coach if we, if we really want to. And in fact, I think I might work on that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> that could be a good thing to, to instigate. Um, but yeah, so one yeah, wonderful, wonderful.
1: so important to have, to have support along our journey of self-acceptance.
0: Yeah. One of the biggest support systems I found came through uh, a CD, actually, um, I was going through a time in my life where I, I didn't know how I was going to survive it, to be honest. It was, it was so dreadful. I, I, didn't, I just didn't know what to do if I was going to get through. And I was listening to Adoring Virtue CD, Chakra Clearing, um, that came to my attention. So I started listening to that. And there was an affirmation in there. And this is the affirmation I started to use. I am willing to release that part of me which angers me when I think of you. And every time I had the feeling, the thought, which was pretty much constant, I, I said it, I thought it, I screamed it, I begged it, I pleaded it, I wrote it, I, it, it, and it took a few months, I have to be honest. Of course. But then one day I thought to myself, oh my gosh, I haven't thought about that for like two hours. Mm. And I knew I was coming home, I knew I was, I'd found my way. True. so I kept, I kept up with the affirmation and uh, yeah it was brilliant so simple oh, I, I love that so
1: simple and you know it reminds me of um, a teacher that I've worked with a few times and I'm actually going to be working with her very intensively is a woman named Sonia Choquette who uh, if anyone knows uh, her work is, is just awesome and one of her a book of hers that it goes into a lot of what we're talking about is the answer is simple love yourself and sometimes that answer is simple, but getting to the love yourself part can be, you know, hard. But it does take it does take this kind of to be to let your your best be enough for today. Sometimes it takes um, determination, and there's a reason why you know all the ancient masters and and all the ancient r- religions talk about discipline and those kinds of things, because you do need to... And discipline, I think, has a, um, a negative connotation sometimes, but just like what you said, and uh, this kind of like, I'm not giving up, I'm going to keep doing it. I'm just going to keep doing it. I'm just going to keep doing it. And suddenly, there is an alchemical shift that suddenly your, your um, hard drive in your brain goes, oh, it's shifted, and it only happens when you have a dedication or you make that decision to see your best to see your that everything it's good enough already
0: yeah 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 and because it took for me to literally feel like i was drowning um and there wasn't anywhere else for me to go i had to do something you know and like as you just finished saying max about the discipline you know I'm an Indigo Scout. You know, discipline does not sit well with me.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but I
0: realized that I could do something about that, too. I changed it in my mind from discipline to choice.
1: Yeah, because do, sometimes it's like you just automatically do it because there's no other choice. You just have that's to. Fine. Mm -hmm. And when I
0: was a child, but I'm 53, so when I was a child, discipline meant something really awful was going to happen to you. You were going Mm -hmm. to get a smack sent to your room or yelled at. You know, that was Mm -hmm. what people thought of discipline in those days. So in my uh, generation and generations similar to mine, you know, discipline does have a negative connotation.
1: It does. It does. But, you know, I think that as we grow and I think that as a a species, we're growing very rapidly and that we're, we're understanding that, Discipline is really just consistency. It's just an idea of consistency. So anyway, you know, I hate to to, um, cut you off, but we're going to have to wrap up. This has gone so fast, Maya.
0: It has gone fast. (laughs)
1: you've been great I've loved everything that we've talked about and I think that that um, the listeners I'm sure have gotten a lot about from you and what you've had to say and I I have been writing notes the whole time that we've been talking so um, I'd like you to to, um, remind everyone where they can reach you and um, if they want to work with you or do they just go to your website and ask?
0: Yes, they can Um, I've made that my central point of contact so you can go to my website uh, angellight77.com, and from there you can easily get in contact with me. And I've made it really simple. So even if you're not really sure about you know, how it all works, just go and have a look. Guidance goes up five days a week. I ask the angels what they want me to share with you, and that goes up as well. Um, I'm hoping you know that. This has been of help to you, practical help to you today. Oh, so thank I'm you so 100. much. it helps me. So <laughs> <laughs> so thank you so much,
1: and, and um, hopefully um, in the coming months or weeks that you can
0: come back on the show. Max, I would love to come back, but that would just be an absolute joy, a pleasure, and really a privilege. Also, thank you.
1: Well, thank you with all my heart, and it's been just a pleasure. So, everyone, thanks for listening, and um, I will be back next week at the same time at um, 12 p.m. Eastern New York time in the United States, which is um, a completely other time in Brisbane, Australia.
0: (laughs) 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 So, um,
1: as usual, Anais, as I always say at the end of my show, I pray that love will guide you, and um, I will see you next week, and I will talk to you soon, Anais.
0: Thank you, Max, and love certainly has guided me to find you. Thank you. You do something so wonderful each and every day for us all. Thank you.
1: You too. Bye-bye, everyone.